Welcome to Shirelle Be Your Own Hero podcast, where we will discover that we can be our own heroes in our lives and that we don't have to always look outside for a mentor and for really somebody else. I'm not saying that's a bad thing to do, but I'm saying that sometimes it might be better to realize that you can learn here in your life because sometimes it's hard to find somebody else who can fulfill that goal. And it's also can be very uplifting for you to realize, oh, I believe I can be a hero for myself by loving this um, unfortunate traumatic event that I went through whether it was abuse or abuse or um, losing a loved one or losing a friend or um, having a relationship in or losing your job that you feel able to rise above that incident and be able to like, strengthen you and to destroy you with your people. And, you know, speaking from personal experience, I've definitely have had some of those experiences in my life. And I have chosen to let them strengthen me. And yes, they have been times where they've broken me down and um, made it harder for me to live because I've been depressed or I've been. Um, no more anxious or nervous because of them. But ultimately, I don't let myself, myself as well in um, that state of being broken down for a very long time. I got myself back up. Do you think I was to therapy? And by surrounding myself with very supportive friends and family and those that were able to help me, I've gotten me through that. Really. And so today's episode will be about the general uh, view of personal things that I've gone through that I consider I've been a hero in my life. And then the next episode will be going into more detail of those, of some of those events and breaking them down into how they have um, affected and changed my life they have impacted me more today than uh, how they impacted me when they when I first disclosed about them and when I was first feeling from them. Feeling was an ongoing process because of them, unfortunately. <laughs> and I think that's actually definitely in disguise because in order to feel and let go of something completely, you're going to be working on Oh, and also I will want to interview others who have gone through similar experiences, like I mentioned at the beginning of this um, introduction. So please email me if you want to be interviewed, and you can go into your experience as much as you are comfortable with, and be able to um, share what you're comfortable with. Because um, I know sometimes it can be really personal. It can be hard to open the problem. So I will leave my email in the contact description for you if you are interested. Good morning, sir. Today's episode will be about family members that I saw as my heroes and heroes growing up. 
and I still see a lot of these family members as my heroes today because sometimes it's hard for me to um, see myself as a hero and I want to be able to um, look towards others as heroes in my life as well. So um, we'll be going over that today and being able to um, share with you my experiences. I hope that you can, um, that that helps you think of your own experiences with your family. So some of what I'm going to talk about might be triggering for you if you have experienced family drama, sexual abuse, or typical times in your family. Just wanted to forewarn you. When I was growing up, I always thought of my parents and father when I thought of who were heroes or mentors in my life. I thought of them because they were and continue to be so supportive of me in the challenges I have faced in my life, especially MLD, migraines, and traumatic related ones. My family has always had my back through thick and thin, and even when I didn't realize they did. They had my back when I disclosed my sexual abuse, when I was in my toxic relationships, and when I had a terrible migraine day, or migraine days, more than one. My parents and brother have always let me talk to them about anything and everything that I want or need to talk to them about. So does my grandma. It was always easier for me to talk to my mom about triggers related to the traumas, sexual abuse, and aftermath of the sexual abuse because she made it easy and made me feel comfortable doing it. It also was very easy for me to talk to my therapist about this topic. Sometimes my dad and brother made me feel uncomfortable because they are men and boyish, but once I got older and was in college, that changed. Now I can talk to any of them about this topic, including my grandma. What I mean by them being men and boyish is I think they sometimes did things that they didn't realize would trigger me about the traumas and that therefore made it harder for me to talk to them about it. So I went to my mom and talked to her and said, um, it was always easier for me to talk to my mom and brother about boy-related things than my dad. I guess that's because she's my mom and I know my brother has more experience than me in this area. That would be true for my dad also, but he's my dad, so it's harder for me to talk to him about that stuff. Although sometimes I do mention to him, or I have mom do it for me if I'm too nervous about doing it on my own. My family has gone through many things in the aftermath of the two traumas, sexual abuse and my family's reactions to it. We are still experiencing family drama because one has Sorry, because no one has talked about it. So it's a big elephant in that is present and won't go away until we die. We can't resolve it because too much time has passed. Um, I recently had more family drama because of my grandma living with us for the past year. 
She was living in Virginia by herself, but after her husband died three years ago, it was hard for her to live by herself. Her son took care of her more after her husband's death for had been for two years. Um, And she came to visit us after one year and two years as well had passed of his death. She has always been the silent figure in the family because her husband never asked about her opinions or values. Once the disclosure happened in 2008, 14 years ago, everyone took sides of whose story they believed and supported. Of course, my parents and brother believed me, and so did my mom's brother and his family. My grandparents and my mom's my mom's parents, I mean, were on the side of my cousin and his family was on his side too. This was very hard for me and my family, especially my mom, because she lost all of her family. She felt like she was banded by them and still does. My mom has always felt like her sister is the favorite child, even though she does way less to take care of her mom. And and my grandma than my mom does. Um... I mean, my aunt's mom is my mom's mom. Sorry, that connection might be a little funny too. My mom takes care of her mom by taking her all to, to all of her doctor's appointments and gets groceries for her each week. I help her by driving her around for her errands on the weekends, or I get things for her when I am out on my errands. My mom has never felt appreciated for all that she does for her mom. Ever since college, I knew my grandma was in the middle of this family drama because I shared with her the last personal essay that I wrote for my college application. She said she believed me and was on my side. I was so happy when I heard that because I wanted her to be on my side and I wanted her in my life. I also had missed her for four years because I acknowledgement of birthdays or holidays from them. It's hard for me to love my grandma, though, when she doesn't try to make anything better for her mom and her sister because she doesn't want to make anything worse, which I can understand. But by doing nothing, it is getting worse in my opinion. I feel like I've been stopped in the back and part way too many times by my extended family. It feels like we're being used by my grandma for being her chaperone to get groceries and drive her to doctor appointments. It's going to be hard and difficult around the house for a while. And I don't know if it will feel different once she comes back from visiting her daughter, my mom's sister their favorite child. It's hard not to feel like my family is so messed up. At least I know it's not my fault. I can't control what they think about my sexual abuse and I'm not going to be able to or I'm not even try to. Because I know I would lose and 
it might do more good than bad. At this point, there are some new bridges that have been burned that can't be repaired. And I think that also, you know, I, I do love my grandma because I know, I can imagine what it's like being in her shoes and being um, in the middle and wanting to be a part of everybody's lives and see them live and grow and blossom. And um, it's, I can imagine that changing for her to try to um, defend anybody because that she hasn't been able to defend herself because she's not been asked about what she's worried about often enough, but then it's going to be hard for her to defend herself and others that she loves because she hasn't had the purpose of it um, in doing that. And I think that's probably why she hasn't tried to do anything better because she doesn't know how to do it even if she wanted to. So, thank you for listening to this, even though it's not easy for me to talk about it and um, it isn't easy for you to listen to it as I can imagine. I hope you gain some insight from it and that it makes you feel like you're not alone in this role of family drama. Good morning and I hope you are enjoying the new podcasts that I created, which again, if you haven't heard of them, one of them is called Chiro Be Your Own Hero and that one was about heroism and inspiring yourself to be your own hero in your life instead of trying to look for others to be your hero or mentors. And then the second one is called Think Out for Your Imagination. And that one is about the imagination I had when I was growing up and how I imagined that I could fold up my house into pocket size and take it with me wherever I wanted. And then the next one is Chats, Barks, and Growls, Combos with Your Pet. That one is probably the most fun one because I get to do my voice. And I get to do Truffle's voice. And just, you know, uh, tell you what I think dogs think throughout the day and um, what they think about their owners. So that, that one's fun for me. Fun for me. I hope you were able to get some insight and some lessons and messages out of this first episode of Shiro Being Hero. And I hope that you will be able to um, use it to help you by yourself through whatever you might be going through, whether it's challenging for you or maybe you know somebody else who's going through some challenging for them. And be able to help them be there and be there to help yourself be there. I look forward to chatting with you next Saturday again about um, how you can be really good at